Am I? Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Idris, for reading that. That was brilliant. Thank you very much. If I asked you what was the one line in that passage that struck you this morning, what would it be? No, first line, I was... Well, it's the word hate. If you don't hate your father and your mother, your children and everything else and turn your back on everybody, you can't be my disciple. Um, that was what I sort of saw as the, as, the, as the thing. And I thought, oh dear, after reading that, what can I talk about? It all sounds a little bit worrying, doesn't it? You've got to hate your parents. You can't afford to finish the tower you've started building. And you're going to go to war and you're not going to win it. So I thought I'd try something different. I thought I'd try and lighten the mood a bit and, and perhaps find a way of explaining it to us. Um, and I thought I might do some baking. And we finish up with something nice to eat. What do you think? Does that sound a good idea? Right. <laughs> My wife's just left the building. Um, could, I will need a table for this, though, John, if you could um, help me. Thank you very much. Sorry. <laughs> I should wait till you see what happens before you do anything else. Thank you, John. Brilliant. Right. Well, I was looking on the internet and I found a brilliant recipe for making fresh homemade donuts. Do you like donuts? Brilliant. Okay. So, well, I do as well. Now, have you ever tasted homemade straight out of the fryer donuts? They're brilliant. They really are. I'm really excited. Oh, so's Daniel. <laughs> so let's see. I've got my cooking outfit. Right. Got some. <laughs> I've got my utensils. Yeah, spoon, bowl. Um, well, you've got to have sugar, haven't you? Because donuts are really sweet, so we've got to have sugar. So, okay, better look at the recipe. See how I'm going to supposed to actually make this, haven't I? Right, Rocco's yummy donut recipe. That's what we need. Right, okay. So I have to mix the yeast and the milk first. What's yeast? I'm not sure I've got any of that. I'm, I may need a substitution. Um, what's next? After I mix that, I use my mixer to make a dough with flour and milk, and then I let the dough rest. Rest? What does it need to rest for? It's a dough. Next, I have to mix the other ingredients in, then I have to switch my mixer to a dough hook. Do I have one of those? No. And then I knead it and let it rise for another 30 minutes. Well, it's getting pretty involved. I'm, I'm not even finished. Oh, so let it rise, and I have to cut out shapes and let them rest again. Why is this dough? It gets so many breaks. Let's see, heat the oil in a pan until deep fry thermometer reads 350 degrees. Why would I have a deep fry thermometer? Do I have to get one buy one of those as well? Oh. These tools can get really pricey, you know. I can't go out and get all that equipment. Let's, and then you put the donuts in the oil and then cook them on each side. Then I have to drain them and wait before I add any frosting or anything else. Right, uh, you know what? Should we have some shop-bought donuts instead? 
That'll be much easier, won't it? They're not quite as tasty and special, but it's definitely a lot easier. Oh. So do you ever want to do things the easy way? It can always be very tempting. A little less football practice, just enjoy playing the matches. Spend more time gaming and less time practicing. Practicing music or whatever. Avoid the extra homework or better still, avoid the homework altogether. <laughs> the easiest way is, well, it's easy, isn't it? But it's not always the best way. In fact, the harder things often bring greater rewards. And this is what Jesus is actually talking about in our gospel lesson today. Sometimes people get started on something and don't realize what it will take to see it through. Just like I did with the baking this morning. If you remember in the reading, there are two parables. One is about a man who wants to build a huge tower. But after he started and put the foundations down, he realized he doesn't have enough money to finish the job. The other is about a king who wants to go to war, but then realizes he doesn't have enough men and resources to be able to win the war. In both cases, they haven't considered the full cost of what they wanted to do. Sometimes people want to follow Jesus and don't think about what it will involve. So Jesus is telling the crowds in this message that true discipleship, really following and serving, can be costly and challenging. And he wants them to realize the true cost of following him before they even start. Now, this doesn't mean that we have to do a certain amount of work to be in God's family or that somehow by doing the things we do, we'll be saved. God's already given us grace, but sometimes people think that even everything will be smooth and simple when we are Christians. Following Christ is wonderful, but it's not always easy. It might mean doing things we don't really want to, like getting up early to get to church instead of hitting the snooze button. Or it may be talking to a new boy or girl or at school or a person at work that other people are avoiding. Or perhaps putting some money in a collection box instead of buying an ice cream or a coffee or a beer. And you know, really those things aren't too bad compared with what some people in other parts of the world have to do to serve God. What Jesus is saying here, that nothing should come between us and him. But we don't have to hate our family and our life necessarily. I'll try and explain that, as I said I would earlier. In Jesus' day, the way that you stated a preference was by pairing two things and saying you loved one and hated the other. So let's have a think. A couple of sweets that people like. Come on, children. What? what, what? Go on then, Daniel. <laughs> Chocolate and give, give me another sweet as well. Harry Bows. Okay. So which, which of those do you like the best? So you would say, I love chocolate and I hate Haribo's. But you don't really hate them, it just means you like them less. So that, that's what that, hopefully, that explains it. I, I worried when I first saw that. Um, so you see, it had nothing to do with feelings. The issue here was priorities. The priority should be Jesus. We shouldn't cling to anyone or anything more than Jesus. If there's something that's distracting us from loving God, we need to be ready to set it aside and love God with our whole hearts. We need to be prepared to count the cost of following, to fully understand what's involved before we start. A bit like the two parables we heard about earlier. And the great news is that Jesus promises reward. It might 
might have been harder for me to follow the steps of the donut recipe, but I bet if I had, the end result would have been delicious. It can sometimes be harder to do what we need to do in order to follow Jesus, but we should remember that life with him is always worth it. We know that we have a heavenly reward awaiting us, but we also have the promise of God's love and guidance, helping us every day and in every way as we live, uh, live and work. Now that's a wonderful treat. Let's thank God for that. I'd just like to finish with a, if you'd all join me in a prayer, which should appear on the screen as if by magic. And children, there are enough donuts for you afterwards, and I think there's enough for the adults as well, so do, uh, don't forget, will you? <laughs> so if you'd like to join with me in saying, Dear God, thank you for your word, the Bible. Help us to understand and follow it. Help us to follow Jesus, even when it's difficult. Thank you for being with us, no matter what. Thank you for your love. We love you, God. Thank you for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much.